Why? Well, so what's mean? what's this lump under the bed and lift up the mattress and there's yeah, more there's bourbon more under there? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a revolver. It's just <laughs> barrel proof. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 34 of the Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your host, Michael, Anthony, and Stephen. Hey ladies. Oh, man, oh. the burn there. So you know how we did like a couple weeks ago, we did the um, Kirkland's bourbon, you know, and we talked about how big the bottle was. Yeah, it's the liter, liter yeah, the, bottle. The liter, like, yeah. like liter wine bottle type, yep. you know, thing has got, thing is pretty big. Oh, you're talking about the classy ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not the ones in a box. Cabernet. No, the the, the leader or the one seven five bottle ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. handle wine is that's those are the nice French ones. Oh yeah, those yeah, are yeah. those are yeah. definitely. Anyway, French. go on. <laughs> Probably from Paris, Kentucky. I remember Kentucky. that. I remember the discussion. Yeah. Now I've got that bottle, and I'm like, what do I do with this thing? Right, because it's too tall to fit on a shelf, and you know, sometimes the ones like that I'm really drinking on, I'll put up on the top of the refrigerator, you know. But at the same time, that's little scary putting that big thing on top of the refrigerator because you're waiting to fall off yeah, or refrigerator yeah. gets you know shakes and all that kind of stuff and then there's just like nowhere to really put that thing so you know that's that's kind of been my challenge with some of our my bourbon like where do i store those things you know like i look around here at steven's i mean steven has like unlimited storage he does he's got this basement where he's got all kind of shelves, shelves and, everything. and cabinets yeah. he's got you know we always call it the the commune here anyway like the compound he's got yeah, Plenty of I, places to store. If store I ever bourbon. got kicked out of my house, I'd come live here. Oh, I, easily. <laughs> Absolutely easily. It's better than a residence inn. There you go. <laughs> if I got kicked out, it'd probably be my fault. Yeah. My wife would tell his wife, and I wouldn't be invited here. Oh, man, yeah. His wife would be like, no, we can't come here. So I would have nowhere to go. Oh, no. I, I would pick it because if, if he'd have me, because it's close within walking distance of my house, then I can kind of be like, you know, waving from the street level i have nowhere to store we don't have a whole lot of storage space in our house so you know i've had to resort to the garage for a lot of stuff yeah you know cabinets in the garage and shelves in the garage but it's hard man it's hard so the bourbon storage is becoming a problem is what it you're is saying. Yeah. yeah i've i've run into the same thing so my wife a while back bought like this nice piece of ikea furniture it was like it was you know a couple hundred dollars she said, this is going to be a sideboard for kitchen items and things of that nature. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I built that thing. Then I've completely filled it with bourbon. Is that the and thing so, that's in your, that yeah, everything's in the, stored in on? Yeah, living room, yep. Yeah. And so I put the, the top, I used those shelves to store like the tiered shelves and everything. And so I took that over and I quickly outgrew it. And now I have bourbon upstairs in my closet and also out in the garage and anywhere I can pretty much put it. So she's not happy. Let's put it that way. She's not happy with with what I've done. But you got to do what you got to do, right? I mean, for the but especially of- when you have like multiple bottles of things, you oh. know, like it's easy to store one of everything that you can kind of display. But you know, when you've got multiple bottles, it's it becomes hard. Stephen takes his and puts them down in the bottom cabinet here. Yeah, I mean, I've got them top cabinet, bottom cabinet, counter. Yeah, and we talked about, but your it's sink. been kind of just down here. I haven't resorted in other places. Well, that's because you got so much damn storage. You start bringing stuff in space. That's the problem. We're gonna start storing things at your house. Can we buy space here? Yes, we can rent it. (laughs) I don't. I don't see how you that that cabinet that you have, man, in your living room with 
two little kids running around. Like, how is how is oh, a, how's a ball not? Yeah, like, that makes me nervous. How is a ball not like gone up there and knocked one of those things off? Or uh, there has kid rode their bicycle into it or something. There have been times where a ball has gotten loose and ran into stuff up there, and so I am trying to reevaluate life because if that. If that knocks one of the really expensive bottles off there, then I'd, I'd be in some trouble. So I appreciate you guys saying that. Now maybe I can, you know, lobby for higher shelving or something else that my wife's probably gonna hate. I can I can see Anthony with that ball coming through the living room in a slow mo, no, and like throw his body in front of it, like Secret Service says with the president to take the take the bullet. Yes. Just, oh, <laughs> you know what's funny? When you mentioned that, actually, that did happen one time where I was close by. I was sitting on the couch. My son kicked the ball. It hit a bottle on the corner. I think it was a Willet. It was like a six-year Willet. It fell off the shelf, and I did catch it Oof. before it hit the nice. ground. But if it would have hit the ground, it would have been on the carpet, so I'm hoping that it wouldn't have broken mm-hmm. But because uh, it's not that high. But you never know. That's just a crapshoot. It probably it could have easily broken. But so far, knock on wood, if that's a knock on wood, then... Uh, there's no wood there. There's no wood. Yeah. But anyway, but, yeah. So I think the easiest bottles... And I'm not trying to allude to what we're doing tonight, but are these Elijah Craig bottles? Because they're kind of flat. They're flat on two you know? sides. So you can kind of like store right. them like books, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can turn them sideways, like Woodford's like that too. You know, you can t- kind of turn it sideways, you yeah. know? And What's that, the worst bottle to store? That's a good thing. Pot still. Rock Hill Farm. Well, Pot Still, sorry. Pot Still, probably. But, pot Still, Birthday Bourbon, but, but Rock Hill Farm. Yeah. yeah. I think 1792. 1792 is not particularly oh, yeah, good that's, for storage. That's kind of hard too because it's not flat enough. Yes. It's kind of round and wide, you know? That's probably good. That's a good... That's true. It's funny. All the wine bottle style ones are actually not that bad to store. They're but not bad if you have a tall enough exactly. cabinet. Yeah. I mean, the blends takes a lot of space. That's true, too. I mean, it's not big, but it, it's it got girth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. The old crow should be easy to store. Should it be. It goes in the recycling, right? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I had bought that plastic bottle that I almost bought. I could have saved a dollar at the store when I bought that and gotten the plastic version. Well, you're, you're too high class, Pat, though. No, I mean, we were doing under $10, not under $8. So, Oh, so I have a update on something that was spoken of, oh. I'm going to say, three months ago. So uh, we went to a um, football game this past week. Okay. We made a comment about the the fireball being sold in little plastic containers oh yeah yeah there's plenty of fireball being shot at the game like we're talking like every other person oh yeah just just wherever people pounding those bringing those things into the game you know i actually saw one today when i went to the legends game and saw one you know like an empty one sitting you know in the the bathroom you know on the sink or whatever i was gonna say if you go to any parking lot like grocery store parking lot that's part of a plaza where there's restaurants and stuff on on a Saturday morning, you just see them all over the parking lot, like littered everywhere. I feel like they should charge Buffalo Trace to come out and clean up parking lots, don't you think? And it's crazy because, like, I went, I went with a buddy to buy some Fireball for, for the tailgating this weekend. You know, just buying a, a fifth or a, a one seven five of Fireball is like ten times cheaper than buying those little bottles. You know, buying like a twelve pack of those little bottles. Yeah. You know, but nobody wants to buy a, a, a big bottle of Fireball. You know, yeah. they all what do you, what are you gonna do with it all? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, did I just hear you correctly that you guys were buying the fireball for the tailgate? Were yeah, you involved for in the wives. Or? Yeah. Oh God! I mean, come on. This tailgate game that they play. I mean, it's it's on. It's one of the selected items on there. Okay. I believe it showed up on our Instagram 
feed too. Uh, story. Yes, yeah. it was on the story. What was that again? It was like Plinko? Yeah. yeah. It's called Drinko. Drinko? I like yeah. it. I like it. Even Drop though a CD down. It. You could either. And what is the CD? Tone Loke. Tone Loke. And it falls in uh, one of five slots, and whatever falls in, there's a there's a printout of what you do. Okay. So. Hey, listen, I, I might trash Fireball and say bad things about it, but at the end of the day, it brings a lot of people enjoyment, so I can't I can't say, you know. This year we threw in we threw in 99 bananas. You ever had a 99 bananas? I have. I've actually uh, shot the bottom shelf liquor uh, back in my day, you know, like the Goldschlager and uh, the Ice 101 and other things that now make me cringe to think that I drank them. I was like, what, was the, what was the moonshine that he had? Uh, he, that was uh, Blue Raspberry. Uh, I love that stuff. Oh. Uh, Carousel and, you know, there's, okay. I don't know, there's a bunch of stuff in it. Well, guys, for this week, we have a nice selection on our hands. It's a bottle of Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof. All right, this bottle is coming to us from the Heaven Hill Distillery, and the one we're drinking on tonight is the B519, so the May 2019 bottling of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Um, the ABV is 61.1% alcohol, so 122.2 proof. The age is 12 years. The mash bill is 78% corn, uh, 10% rye, and 12% malted barley, and this comes in an MSRP of $65. I know we've looked at the uh, Elijah Craig small batch bottles before, but they've got one of the best corks and toppers of any bottle that we've ever seen. Right, agree. the big, agree. big heavy wood. Yeah, uh, I agree. Plug on top there. Now I don't like the lip. We talked about the lip it makes it a little hard to pour. But I got to tell you, I'm I'm impressed by the twelve years on there. That's a that's an old. It's a pretty old. Uh, Pretty old bourbon right there, you know, for something that's sixty five dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And you remember back when we did the small batch, I talked about the fact that they took the age statement off the small batch, mm-hmm. the regular, but they left it on the barrel proof, which is and amazing. It's also non chill filtered. People go nuts over that stuff too. There you go. I don't really check the much. box. Remember? Yeah, that's the right. Box. Checks all the boxes. Yeah. It was whiskey of the year. I feel like everything's a whiskey of the year, though. It depends on what spirits competition. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's like the uh, cheerleading competitions. You know, I work in, in high school sports for several years. There's a million cheerleading competitions, and everybody's <laughs> always a champion, right? Like we, as long as you entered right, one, our school you, would enter three teams, and our third JV team would end up being a world champion somehow. So that's kind of how the whiskey of the year thing is. I think you know, you win some kind of award for something. Everybody's got a competition. How long can you keep this neck tag on here that says your whiskey of the year? You know, because I don't think they've won it in like three or four years. I would say until it falls off. Until it falls off, I guess. Until <laughs> yeah. that rubber, plastic, whatever it is, now, dry rots. Now, to give them a little credit, this is a, a 2019 bottle. So, you know, this was a little more recent that they, you know, when I bought this, you know, that they won whiskey of the year. I don't think they won in the last couple of years. but Yeah, I don't think so, but. They price highly rated. What does it say on there? Does it say 2019 whiskey of the year or 18 or what? There's a copyright of 2018. Gotcha. I don't see a specific like whiskey of the year, you know, yeah, 2019 gotcha. winner, gold medalist. But I mean, really, the one thing I will say though, and I mean, Michael, you're the you're the bottle expert. Is I kind of feel like they sell themselves short a little bit by the fact that really the only difference between this and the small batch bottling is the side label the little neck tag that says barrel proof. And then now recently they changed the bottom label to say 
like barrel proof before. Oh yeah, now they've now they've kind of now it says it no in the middle where it says small batch it says barrel yeah, proof. Now they've stuff. just thrown because yeah. they've got three or four different kinds of things now. You yeah. know they've got rye, the toasted, toasted, the rye, the um, barrel proof, small batch. Yeah, so they yeah. they just put that all in there now. But I, I I mean it's the same thing that Woodford does. It is, but I was going to say with Heaven Hill, their their barrel game. I mean, their bottle game is a little bit weak. Or, I, I mean, for some part, you know, what, well, Weller, think, what Weller does is the same thing. Same I bottle, it's just yeah. different, different color label. That's true, yeah. 1792? Yeah, they do the same thing, right? Okay, yeah. Hey, hey, point proven. You know, just, <laughs> just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> so now, though, they've got, right now, they're starting to do the, the barrel picks of these things. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so, a very So maybe that's why they did that, because now you can put the the name of the, you know, the store that mashup pick. Mash pick yeah the mashup pick yeah. coming oh, soon coming yeah. soon that'd be great but uh 1789's on there that's a that's a it's a big year 1789 was well, big year in our country what well, it was yes our constitution was written and it was when elijah craig's small batch came out i think <laughs> <laughs> don't look that up <laughs> and he was born the same year yes elijah craig was, was born, born the same year, year. <laughs> so really 17 17- 77 was a big year because that's 12 years before the 1789. That's right. So, it was conceived. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you guys. We have a 230-year-old bottle here tonight. Amazing. Special evening. <laughs> they always say the date of the bottle is right on the front of these Elijah Craig, and there it is, 1789. You right mean on the front. to tell me all these years I thought that it was actually, you know, set down to age at that year, and it's really not? That's... Man, something they sold me on it. They told me at the store this was a two hundred something year old bottle. Two hundred something. I was like, "Yeah, you're full of it." I was like, "Man, for sixty five dollars, what a good deal!" <laughs> it's it's the oldest bottle of bourbon in the history of mankind, <laughs> and you can buy it right here in Kroger or Liquor Barn or wherever. Absolutely. What a, I mean, what a deal. Speaking of, what is the oldest Scotch? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. Those are like. 50 years or something. Is that the oldest? You ever see those ones like at Costco? I was going to say, yeah. Those ones at Costco, they're like, no, no, no. I'm not saying saying bottled. How long has it been going on? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. Distilling scotch. I think that's might predate bourbon, may not. Oh, I I figured it did. I was just wondering. Yeah. But I mean, someone's probably going to come back and nail me on that and be like, well, you don't know what so and so was doing. You don't know what Elijah Craig's, you know, grandfather was doing. Well, you know, there's a history shows the Indians, uh, the Native Americans were doing it way before. That's right. That's right. They were. uh, They were. Well, Bar- someone, they were bartering with the pilgrims. And- that's right. Well, if someone knows, you know, leave a note in the comment section. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Elijah Craig, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, no doubt. So should we go for our first notes of this barrel proof? Sure thing. I just want to note real quick. This is a 122 proof. I don't know if you said that. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> when I opened this the first time, Stephen and I, I, I had a choice between this one or much higher proof one we chose the lower proof at that time which 122 is pretty low for a what what is the other one i think it's like 131 or 132 okay. something like that so well these go like i think once they cross 140 if they ever do they haven't recently but i think they call those like the hazmat versions of this yeah i don't um, think they've done that in a while it's been a long time i mean probably the old bottling style when they've done something like that but it, it's worth noting is that what is that when they have to keep them on a low shelf in the in the store uh, I'm not. I, I know. Just, I know because when I, I we have to buy, I buy a Everclear every once in a while. Yeah, and they have to keep it by law on the bottom shelf. Oh, I'm not sure um, if that's the case. I just know. Okay, that, like, when you said that, I didn't know if that. Yeah, was, no, no, what when, it was called. When, 
they just they had bottled some stuff at I think 140 or 142 might be the highest on this. Don't you know all of you out there? Don't nail me on that if I don't know my Elijah Craig barrel proof as well as I, I should. Keep them next to the lighters. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of those, and I know that the same thing with uh, you know Stag and Stag Junior and stuff like that when they're bottling some of those at the higher proof. So they they just they get referred to in the in the uh, secondary market as hazmat. So oh, okay. As someone that loves to knows their Glencairn to death, this is up there with something to enjoy for a while. I agree. It's definitely got the pleasing classic bourbon smells, uh, vanilla, caramel. Um, you can get like some leather, maybe a little bit of tobacco. Yeah, a little, little peanut slash peanut butter. Oh, the peanut and peanut butter. like Yeah, marshmallow, butterscotch. Don't get me started. I told you guys a while back, like I... Spammed one of those Heaven Hill ads on is Facebook it, and kept saying, "Where do you guys add the peanuts into the it, bourbon?" When now you is it instead of a is that a peanut? Do you think it's like a peanut brittle? Yeah, probably that with the peanut brittle, like, so like butterscotch yeah, caramel. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little too hard on them. Obviously, I know they're not adding peanuts to the mash, but I was just joking because they tend to have a distinctive nutty peanut buttery flavor. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other other notes, but it's just nice to to keep smell to keep nosing this thing. Do you feel like you're experiencing bourbon in its purest form? Um, By it being a barrel proof? That's what the neck tag says. The neck tag says that? Uncut and straight from the barrel. I feel like I'm experiencing a good a good feel here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're getting that many notes and, yeah, you know, it's that it's that proof, I would think so. All right. First taste? Oh. Oh. Ooh. Got some uh, little, little hug. hug there. The hug hit bit you and the... It's an. I mean, it drank real smooth. It's warm. It's very warm. It's uh, the it's one thing nice, that I get. Nice hug. Did you get any extra notes there that you wouldn't get otherwise that we didn't talk about in the nose? Because I actually got a little bit more, which I don't often get with Elijah Craig. I got a little bit of some kind of fruit. I think dark fruit and a little citrus together, along with the stuff that we described on the uh, palate. So. I got, a, uh, I got a hint of lip tingle. <laughs> <laughs> lip tingle. Is that how we, uh, is that a, uh, is that a tasting note? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could get a lip tingle from yeah, this. I only, I only experience it when I drink it. <laughs> I can't, I, that's, not, that's not a nose. This is actually pretty sweet for being 122 proof. And when I say sweet, I don't mean like, of course, I don't know what people imagine when they think they're tasting bourbon that they're gonna like taste something that tastes like candy. Of course not. Okay, you're gonna if you're an inexperienced drinker, you're probably gonna choke on this, um, right? But not because it's bad whiskey. It's because it's, it's high proof. High proof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it's it's very pleasing. Very nice mouthfeel too. Color of the whiskey is good. It's almost like a brown or golden mahogany or something like that. Anything else? Mike, you're awfully silent over there. No, I was just thinking about, you know, if somebody wants this, you can probably get it, you know, and you don't have to look real hard. You know, it comes out and people kind of snatch it up, but then it kind of comes out. It comes out a little bit more and you can usually find it. Like, so what? Just kind of check around and you find it. Yeah, it doesn't carry massive secondary value either. No, it really doesn't. What do these batch batch codes mean on it? This B519, what does that mean? Um, I think that's a bingo game. <laughs> you say 
bingo 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 you got to try to collect all of these oh. and, get, bingo? and get bingo like you know in a row yeah you get all these bottles now so the b is so from what i understand is this comes out three times a year so that's like a b and c okay and then the next number is the month that of that one so it's going to be so b five so this is going to be may and then one nine is the year, right? Twenty nineteen. I believe so. That's yeah. So yeah. you couldn't possibly have an A five one nine because A yeah. wouldn't be, you know, in the second. You know, and okay. A is always one. Yeah. So like A one one nine. And so I think A's B's always January one one nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was yeah. going to say, is it is it is like A B C like seasons or are they like specific months? Well, I guess they're months. Yeah. I think they use one five and nine, right? I think so. That, yeah. Okay. I think so that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a is there more of a sought after uh, dump, uh, time of year? I don't know. Recently, I saw one. I would think that A would. I think just hearing, I would think B or C should be more sought after than A, because uh, B, because B and C get a full, or B especially over A gets a full winter season, and C would and C would have the summer. That's a good point. And A is, I mean, A is just there in the house, not doing much. I don't know if there's really anything to that, like. Yeah, I don't know when they actually take it out of the barrel and all that stuff. And because it's small batch, there could be stuff. The the youngest stuff in here is going to be twelve years old. There could be stuff older than that. And so there is some variability. And I know there's been some that have been favorites over others. So I'm not really sure if that would hold true, but that's a good point. Like I think I saw the B five two one. I think I saw that the other day somewhere. Oh, the new one? Yeah, but the newest one. Yeah, the newest one, right? yeah. So there should be one this month coming out probably. Yeah. But September is the month, by the way. So would you guys um, pass, try, or buy on the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof? I'm going to go first this week, gentlemen. All right. All Very right. good. Yeah. I mean, how many times has Steven ever gone first? That's he like, hasn't. He always yeah. defers to us. I'm liking this. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. You know, I had this years ago, and I think it was, I think it was early in my... My bourbon career, we'll call it. And it's a little, I didn't really enjoy it. Okay. This time around, I've, I've liked it a lot. I like I like the nosing. It's got a lot of flavor. And 12 years for 65 bucks, it's a buy. All right. Yeah. So there it is, the buy. Yeah, it's the buy. So I would go with try. Um, you all know that I'm not a high-proof guy. Yeah. But I also think you got to try it. Like, you know, if you're going to go out and just have one pour, like a dinner or something like that, you know, at a restaurant, high proof's the way to go with that. You know, it's kind of one of those you just got to kind of experience, I think. I'm not going to sit around and drink it all the time, you know, and you're certainly not going to do that with, have multiple of them at one time, probably at 120-something proof. But, so I'm I'm going to try. Well, that's respectable. I like what you guys have said, and I, I'm oddly a buy, and... And when I say oddly a buy, it's because I'm actually hoarding uh, the vertical of this stuff. And so there's, I probably have maybe, I think, nine bottles of, you know, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof at the house right now. In the garage, of course. In the garage. <laughs> of course, in the garage. Or his closet. <laughs> or it's under his dirty socks. Then in my, wife's like, I don't know. my wife's going, why do you have the same bottle? It's not the same. It's got different letters, honey. Like, what don't you understand? So you I said, what's, I mean? what's this lump under the bed and lift up the mattress and there's more there's bourbon more under there? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's not a revolver. It's just <laughs> barrel proof. These would, barrel proof. I, I, these would be a good bottle to put under the mattress though, because they're kind of flat. Yeah. yeah, it's flat, and you could throw it like in the event of yeah. you need, like you know, there's a home invader. The, the top on the the cork on top alone is probably hard enough to knock somebody out. I was gonna say like over here, I'm trying to swing it now. I got my hand on it. It looks pretty good. I can hold it well to swing it, you know, if yeah. I need to. But is that why you buy it? For yeah. the intruders. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because you know, there's so many people that are after my bourbon, you know, I'm just joking. But no, I'm gonna buy because this probably is I would say like a really good representation of what a place like Heaven Hill does and you know, does well. And so more often than not, when I come across people that are just getting into bourbon or those who are very experienced, I always come across those folks that are like I'm in a, you know, Heaven Hill, Elijah Craig barrel proof phase, and I can't drink anything else. And I think that says something about uh, this this bourbon, meaning that like people are drawn to it and they love it. And so, I'm definitely a buy, even though I don't have an open bottle of this at my own house right now. But I'm gonna start probably exploring some of the bottles I do have. Now I will say, just looking on secondary, you know, Facebook groups and stuff, people are specific about what they want you know like they're like if they're looking to buy something they want b519 you know yeah. that's the thing so clearly there are batch the, the, dif- very, very the differences yeah. in the batches are are distinct because people want certain ones they're not going to just say i'm looking for elijah craig barrel proof mm-hmm. i'm looking for b519 or whatever yeah and if you got one of the old bottles forget about it they're gonna they're gonna charge your arm and legs oh so. yeah those are those are really high yeah the old school looking ones that that nobody sees anymore they had like a black label on them mm. yeah those ones and with that thanks for listening to this week's edition please like and follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at the Mashup KY also let us know your thoughts on the bottle in the comment section until next time keep it neat <laughs> <laughs>